Welcome to the Audacious Intent Podcast with Imani Harris. This podcast is for the visionary woman who is ready to create the flexibility and freedom they desire by standing boldly in their authority. I can't wait to share tips and inspiration to keep you pressing forward in your journey so you can continue to shine as the queen that you are. All right, queen, let's dive on into today's topic. Do you often feel at times as you're going about your day that your day's circumstances and events dictate to you how you should feel, think, and respond to every situation? Does it sometimes feel like you have no control over how you should feel as you move and go about your day? Does it feel at times that how you feel is dependent on other people, places, and things? Now, what if I told you that you still have a choice in how you're going to feel and then in turn respond to those circumstances, events, and situations that you encounter on a day-to-day basis as you go about living throughout the day. So often we have been trained to think that happiness is earned through the things we do, the things we say, the people we encounter, certain events, certain situations, certain environments, that it has to be gleaned from all of that. But it is known that happiness, therefore joy and gratitude, is a choice. We may feel at times that we don't have a choice when we're going through something and we're in the midst of a trial and storm. But even then, there's still a choice on how we view what we're going through. Because what we sometimes forget is how we are viewing things. Our perception and our perspective helps to dictate how we endure and then overcome to the other side what it is that we are currently dealing with. It goes back to the saying, if you think you can't or whether you think you can Either way, you're right. What we choose to focus on throughout our day, as we begin our day, as we end our day, will bring right back and even emphasize and amplify what our original thought is. And if we don't give our brains a chance to be rehacked, and tapped into to shift to a different channel that is more life-giving, more sustainable, more joyful, more peaceful, more content in where you are while expecting for greater, 
as it says in James, that we still count it all joy what we're going through, that it is going to make what we're going through feel like it is impossible. That we're never going to get through it because that is the station we have going on in our minds. But the pleasant and great thing about that, friend, is that we each have a choice every day to switch that, to focus more on what is pleasing, what is good, what is joyful, what is happy, and those things that we ultimately are grateful for, but we sometimes forget about when we're going through. And all of us are always going through something in some shape, form, or fashion. It is our perception and our perspective of how we view it is what helps us to either endure it with grace or endure it with dis-ease. To endure it with contentment that this is not the way it's going to end. Or to endure it with resentment that it's never going to get better. Happiness is a choice. And that choice lies within us. And so I have a couple keys to help us all to remember and focus on that we still, at the end of the day, every day, have a choice on whether we are going to have happiness and continue to pursue happiness. The first one is if you have positive emotions, guess what you're going to get? You're going to feel, think, and act accordingly because you are focusing on what is good, what is going right, what wins you had today. Even when things didn't go exactly as planned, you're able to flip that situation around and look at what still went right. In another way, it's like looking at the glass half full instead of half empty. Because the thing is, we're not in control of what other people say, do, or think. And we easily forget that, but this is what we have to focus on as well, is that we have control on how we respond to what people say, think, and do. We don't have to allow that to take residence in our mind unless we allow it to. But if we already know the truth and who we are and whose we are, when we get a thought or an action or a word brought to us that is not true, that is not of God according to our life, it will make it more easier for us to negate it. It is not our job to take in every single piece of advice, suggestion, opinion, thought. No. We have the choice every single day to always take whatever we receive even from what you hear from me, to take it to God and ask him, what if any of this applies to me? That will help things be so much easier to know what to apply and what to discard. 
you don't have to take 100% of what is given to you if it's not going to fit right where you are in your current circumstance, in your current state of being to get you to where you desire to go. All of the advice and expertise given is basically a blueprint that worked for that person. It is now up to us to decide how to tweak what they have done so we don't reinvent the wheel, but make it so it caters to our life and the success we desire for our life. Not what other people desire for us. Not what other people impose on us or think we should do and be, but who we already know. We are according to God's word on our life. The second tip is focus on what makes you happy. I mean, it seems easier said than done, but just by human nature, we always default to what's not going right. The negativity, what we see on the news, the fake news on social media. The drama we're watching on the reality TV shows or whatever is in our environment that is negative, that is toxic, that always defaults us and derails us to focus on what is not happening, especially when we feel it's not happening at our time and space, but instead focus on the things that bring you joy. Go back to when you was a child and remember how carefree you were, how you would let your imagination just run wild with enthusiasm. And somehow along the way, as we just grow up and maneuver through life, we lose all of that. And sometimes it's placed on a shelf because of some other priority comes in the way. But just because there's other priorities in your life doesn't mean you can't be happy. Just because you had a job change doesn't mean you can't be happy. Just because a relationship didn't go the way you planned doesn't mean you can't be happy. Just because you're having a health issue doesn't mean you still don't deserve to be happy. Think back on times that you felt joy, where you had those instant sparks of happiness. And bring those moments to your remembrance when it seems like, ooh, today is about to work your nerves. (laughs) Where if someone messes with you one more time, they're going to get it. But when you pause, stop, and reflect on what brings a smile to your face, what scent takes you back to a favorite time and event and memory in your life, what roses or carnations or whatever is your favorite flower, when you it comes to mind, it just lights you up. If it's hearing your children laugh, but now they're grown, remembering what it was like to just hear them laugh at glee as they ran to the house brings you joy. When we take the time to focus on those things, it helps us to be more aware of what is going right 
what is still working in our favor, what we still have control over, instead of what we don't have control over, because it's out of our hands. The choice is not up to us. We know we've already done our part. We've done everything reasonable within our capability to achieve it. And now it's up to someone else or God to take it to the finish line. To tie into thinking about what makes you happy, the next tip is be grateful for the little things. We, we get so tunnel visioned on the big win. When I complete this goal, then I'll celebrate. When I finish this degree, then I'll treat myself. When I lose that final 10 pounds, then I'll... Okay, but you just lost a pound. You're not happy about that? You just knocked that exam out the park, but you're not happy with that? We sometimes so often discount and discredit the small wins that's been occurring that is helping the momentum and trajectory to get us to the completion of that big win. That we end up being even more frustrating to ourselves, more disappointed with ourselves because we feel we haven't made any progress. But when we take the time to really look at where we was from the beginning, are we not better than we were day one? Absolutely. So why can we not celebrate that we're better today than we was a day ago? That we're better today than we was 10 days ago. That we're better today than we was a year ago, 10 years ago. The small wins count because the small wins lead to great reward. But if we so easily negate them and discount them, it's going to make the journey to actualizing and continuing to activate the vision purpose, passion, and goals that have been set out before us because we are so honed in on what's going to happen at the end of the finish line. Instead of really giving ourselves some grace and allowing to give ourselves more credit than we truly do give ourselves, that we are still doing the doggone thing and we're doing it quite well according to what's right for us in our life at this present time the next one I know I I have a hard time with this sometimes getting better just being real have more compassion and empathy because we sometimes forget in human nature or remember the old adage you know treat others as you would like to be treated but so often because of the things that have happened in society and our environment and our culture and things like that, we forget to put ourselves in other people's shoes. Or to put it another way, we don't ask ourselves how would we respond to ourselves in this situation if the roles were reversed. When we're snapping at somebody because we're irritated and short because they're taking too long in the grocery store line, we forget, well, would I want someone to be impatient with me because I'm having a little difficulty in the grocery line? No. So why do we do it to each other? 
when we're going through something and we want someone to lend their ear to us but we can't lend our ear to someone else is that showing empathy and compassion because compassion and empathy guess what it starts with you and a lot of times that's the last place we start we will have empathy and compassion for everybody else sometimes but ourselves which goes back to that grace we have to remember that we are the example that we are showing others to follow So if we're not showing compassion and empathy to ourselves and those around us, we can't expect for them to do it to us. Because they're going to look at us like we're crazy inside. I like, but you don't do it. So how are you going to expect us to do it for you? And as you are being supportive, understanding, encouraging, empowering, loving each other through accountability, praying for others, being a voice of reason for others, advocating for yourself and others, guess what? It's also going to make sure that you keep your boundaries that you've put in place in check as well. Because you're being empathetic and compassionate about what you can and can't do. But with what you are able to do, this is how you serve. But it first all starts with ourselves. So then we can reflect it out to others. And the last one, I can say that this one is probably more easier said than done than the other four combined. And that is be mindful with the negative emotions. Because remember, by human nature, we are naturally emotive creatures and we make decisions based off how we're feeling. So if we're already in a bad mood and we already are feeling a little Eeyore-ish today, a little negative Nancy today, well, guess what? We're going to continue to perpetuate that throughout the day. And then it's going to transfer to other people that encounter us. Having that negativity, especially when you keep it bottled up and you keep it contained to a certain extent within you that causes inflammation and irritation too it can over time precipitate health issues because you have not released any of those negative emotions hurt feelings offenses frustrations bitterness resentfulness jealousy the list goes on you're not talking it out You're not praying it out. You're not seeking advice and wise counsel to release it. So it just continues to just build up and build up until finally you have a blow up moment. And nine times out of ten, when you have that final straw moment, it's in a situation or with the person that has nothing to do with the initial issue, the initial issue. And now you have to do damage control to recover from the wasteland of damage you just did with your words and your actions. So even when you're going through things, train yourself, be intentional with yourself to flip the script and be like, 
okay, so that didn't happen exactly how I thought. However, I learned that I don't like that. Or I now learn that is a pain point for my friend. Or now I understand where my boss or coworker is coming from because it's not personal while they were short with me. It's because they are dealing with A, B, C. Because remember, at the end of the day, you are control of how you feel. You are control of how much happiness you feel. You are in control of how much joy you experience. You are in control of how much peace resides within you. You are in control. And it's only up to you to decide if you're going to keep your control or allow situations, people, places, and things to attempt to relinquish that control from you so then you feel you're without control or out of control. It is a process. And we have to give ourselves grace to trust the progress of the process as we become better. As we love and appreciate ourselves for right where we are and then are surrounded by the right people who are going to love on us to our greater and then some. You can start today to reclaim the power and control of how much happiness you will experience in your everyday life. I hope this episode served you and was a blessing to you to give you some things to consider and ponder on when it comes to knowing that happiness is a choice. Know that you are heard, you are seen, you matter, and it all starts with you. You have the capability to turn it all around and if you need additional help I would love for you to reply to this podcast reach out to me on social or send me an email and I would love to walk alongside you on the journey of having happiness every single day thank you so much for listening to this week's episode and I hope that you continue to soar and shine in everything that you do. This has been the Audacious Intent Podcast with Imani Harris. Thank you so much for joining. I hope that what you heard today was helpful to you. If you have feedback on today's episode, feel free to message hello at audaciouslymade.com. I'd love to hear from you. Be sure to join me again next time for another episode of education and empowerment to stand boldly in your life and business. Thanks for listening and continue to shine in everything you do.